Identity of the whistleblower that led to the impeachment proceedings has been kept secret all along. But is that kosher? Don't whistleblowers subject themselves to retaliation because the bosses often know who they are? Here to help sort out the facts about whistleblowing, attorney Stephen Cohn of Cohn Cohn Colapinto. We're talking about regular garden variety whistleblowers deep in the bureaucracies of the federal government. And of course, retaliation is often a problem because people know who they are. What are the ground rules for whether you can be anonymous or you have to reveal your name in whistleblowing? Well, you can always be anonymous and confidential. And there are places you can call and report. For most federal employees, that would be the Office of Special Counsel. And they have they don't just do retaliation cases. You know, they're well known for that. But they have something known as the disclosure unit where you can make a disclosure. And if you make the disclosure and don't give your name, you're anonymous. But they are required by law to maintain the confidentiality of sources. So you understand it is our view that the best way to prevent retaliation is to be anonymous and confidential. Why is there so many cases every year of retaliation? Apparently, a lot of whistleblowers choose or one way or another have their names known to the people they're blowing the whistle against. Well, it's the reason why whistleblowers often are outed. They out themselves. They'll complain to a supervisor. They don't. Uh, many employees just raise issues as part of their job, and they don't understand that they may get pushback. Why are there so many retaliation cases? It's very simple. If I expose wrongdoing and my supervisor or boss actually engaged in that wrongdoing, what are they going to do? Are they going to admit that they committed a crime or should be demoted? Of course not. They're going to what's known as shoot the messenger. So in almost every significant whistleblower case, you're going to see the officials who committed the wrongdoing creating a, you can call it a smokescreen, you can call it whatever you want, but they're going to build a retaliation case against the whistleblower. Now let's take it even into the earlier stages. I know I've been falsifying records. Uh, uh, an employee comes in and says, hey, I'm looking at these reports. It looks like some of them may have been changed improperly. I may say to that worker, you know, go back to your job, don't worry, I'll look at it. But right now, in my mind, I know that that employee is a potential person who could expose me or lead to my termination. I will start to build a case against that employee right then and there, before that employee even knows they're a target. I had a major case once years ago. Every single employee who reported to the concerns program, the company had like a employee concerns. You report to employee concerns, it was automatically classified as a pre-litigation risk, and that matter went to the company attorney. Sure, but in the case of a federal agency, can someone blow the whistle directly to, say, the inspector general or to the office of special counsel without first going to the supervisor that might be involved? Absolutely, and we recommend that. We recommend that if you see wrongdoing, first contact an experienced 
lawyer who understands whistleblowing. It's your job and career on the line. Take it very seriously. You can't report wrongdoing and think it's just going to be another nice day at the office. So you have to be very serious. And the two places where you can go as a federal employee that are almost usually professional and usually handle them correctly is the Office of Special Counsel or the Inspector General. Under law, they're supposed to provide you with protection and protect your identities. We're speaking with attorney Stephen Cohn of Cohn Cohn Colapinto. One other scenario, suppose, say, I'm going to blow the whistle and I want to remain anonymous. Does going to several levels above the immediate supervisor that I might be blowing the whistle on, does that ensure confidentiality? Or if it's just up the management chain, skipping a couple rungs, then I'm basically not being confidential. Anything up your chain of command, there is no legal requirement for confidentiality. And if there's no legal requirement, you're not going to get it. Furthermore, if it's a big fraud or a big problem, it may go straight up the chain of command. You have to be very careful. People don't like being accused of misconduct, especially if they engaged in it. So it's just very logical. It's a, it's, whistleblowing is a very serious matter because you, it, it's your career, and your career's not just somewhat your identity. It's, it's tremendous, uh, valuable asset. So you have to be very careful. And there are specific legal channels. I'll also say, I also don't want to uh, turn around like in terms of the Department of Justice, in terms of becoming a confidential informant, in terms of reporting to a U.S. attorney's office. These are all options. We negotiate to get our whistleblowers confidential informant status, say with the FBI or Department of Justice. Very effective. Now, just flipping this around from the other point of view, suppose I am the accusee of wrongdoing. Is there some point in the process where I get to confront the whistleblower? Because often these cases are not all that cut and dried as to who's right and wrong. The right to confront is, is kind of misunderstood. If the government can assemble the evidence necessary to find you guilty without revealing the confidential informant, which is really what the whistleblower should be. They don't have to. Just think of a drug case. They don't have to identify who all their confidential informants are. They want those confidential informants to stay on the street. They want them to continue giving them good information. Often the government won't even prosecute if they have to reveal the name of a good source because they'll just wait to get a better case. So the issue isn't confronting the whistleblower. That's absolutely not the way to see it. The issue is, can you confront admissible evidence that's being introduced against you? So if the government can use a confidential informant to lawfully gather evidence, and that evidence is sufficient, that's the end of the game. There's no need to ever identify a confidential informant. It would completely undermine law enforcement. Sure. And suppose the supervisor or the person that is in the crosshairs of a whistleblower case and might have done wrongdoing, what happens when they suspect who it is, but without really knowing, 
and proceed to retaliate. What happens in those cases? Well, what have you seen there? That happens. That happens all the time. And it's something and that's one of the reasons I highly recommend to get a experienced whistleblower attorney, because it's one thing for a program to say will keep you confidential. But it's another thing to be very sensitive on how evidence is used, because the evidence used can fingerprint the source. And that's as good as just exposing the identity. In our cases, we work extensively to try to figure out how we can get information to the government, how the government can use that information, but how the target won't know where it's coming from. But remember, blowing the whistle is the right thing. Reporting wrongdoing is the right thing to do. But you have to do it in a way to protect yourself. Stephen Cohn is founding partner of the law firm Cohn, Cohn, Colapinto. Thanks so much for joining me. Well, thank you so much. Great show, great questions. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. There's no place like the beach for the holidays. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you get all the charm and cheer of the season. Plus, 60 miles of nonstop fun. See holiday shows at 10 top-notch theaters. Enjoy perfect golfing weather at 90 scenic courses. Be dazzled by five holiday light displays. And get seasonal Southern Eats at over 2,000 restaurants. This will be one holiday you won't forget. Plan your winter getaway at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.